On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got a chance to chat with Matt Gillis from Clean.io. These guys have an incredible story and they're doing something really incredible for e-commerce stores uh, that I didn't really even realize was a problem until he brought it up. And that's the problem of apps like Honey that dis- that show uh, different discounts that you have running on your store and they scrape your store um, to show those discounts. And they're discounts that you probably don't want showing up for just everyone. Uh, it hurts your attribution, it hurts your sales, it hurts your profits. Uh, and, and overall, it's just really not good for business. And so they've created a solution. Uh, we talk about why uh, it, it matters, um, and uh, and then hopefully uh, you guys can join uh, the beta and um, see if it's something uh, that would save your store a lot of money. So uh, really, really great episode. Uh, we chat everything uh, e-commerce, uh, talk about uh, his story of growing um, their company just absolutely massively. And uh, yeah, it's just, just a really, really great interview. Before we begin, we wanted to let you know some really exciting news and something that we've never talked about before on the podcast. Our team at Mindful Marketing is growing, and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we are looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. Now, on to today's episode. All right, I am here with Matt Gillis from Clean.io. Matt, welcome to Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Thanks for having me, Jordan. We're excited to be here. Yeah, live on like Facebook, a, right? We're live on Facebook. We're live. So cool. uh, I'm really so proud. <laughs> uh, it's great. Uh, anytime two Canadians can get together and chat, uh, it's absolutely wonderful. I was, we were saying before, like I just talk to Americans all day, and you do too because you live in the states. So I know it's four four thirty here on the East Coast. I feel like we should be having a Molson or something by now, right? <laughs> A Molson. <laughs> yes. That's how yes. Americans say it, right? Or a Labatt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. So Matt, tell tell our listeners a little bit about who you are, what you do, um, and why you're on an e-commerce podcast. Yeah, it's interesting. So, hey, I'm Matt Gillis. Uh, I'm the CEO of Clean.io. Uh, we are a digital engagement security platform. Uh, that sounds big and important. I'm sure you are feeling that way, right, Jordan? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, super but, important. We're, listen, we're a, a 35 or 40 person startup. We're based in Baltimore, Maryland. Cool. Uh, and uh, yeah, we protect uh, digital experiences for uh, either e-commerce partners or for uh, publishers. Anybody that has a website uh, that wants to make sure that their engagements are secure and protected and that their revenue remains safe and that their you know, user experience is safe. That's what we do. Cool. How did you get into this? Like, where, where did this come from? Did you see, was there a big gap in the market when it came to ad security and, and like, where did your passion for this come from? So it's interesting. So I've been in the digital media ecosystem probably for, uh, you know, probably the last 10 years. Um, um, and I spent a lot of time helping publishers make money. Um, yeah. So if you'll remember like the app economy where, you know, everything, all the apps, you had to pay for apps. And then all of a sudden they all became free and there was, you know, no way for publishers to make money um, except put ads in them. And so, um, I led a, a publisher facing business at a company called Millennial Media, where we helped publishers make money. Uh, we were acquired by AOL, uh, which was in turn acquired by Verizon, which in turn acquired Yahoo. And so by the <laughs> end of all of those acquisitions, I was leading this, this publisher business. 
um, a global business too. And one of the biggest challenges that we had when I was leading that business was this, you know, notion of it's called malvertising, which yeah. is malicious ads. Uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, ads that kind of go in and ruin the customer experience, things like, you know, when you're on a cell phone and you're scrolling and all of a sudden it redirects you and says, congratulations, you've got a Walmart gift card waiting for you. If you just take this survey, Jordan, or yeah. your phone has 33 viruses, click here, a lot of scareware, a lot of, you know, attempts to steal your PII and collect, you know, uh, you know, collect your data. Um, and so that was one of the biggest problems that I faced when I was leading that publisher business. Uh, lo and behold, a couple of my old colleagues at AOL had started building this company with a couple other folks. Uh, and um, when I left um, Verizon Media, it was time to go out and do something entrepreneurial again. And I jumped in with two feet. And so we went out and, and, and solved this problem of malvertising. How prevalent is this problem? Like, is this, I mean, obviously this is a problem that you, you thought needed solving. Is this something like that really, like, is it really like a, like a systemic kind of problem? Uh, Does it ever happen to you? Honestly, like, no, but I'm wondering if it's because I'm in Canada I and I think I'm in on... British Columbia and advertisers don't care about British Columbia. Maybe yeah, exactly. Not. Nobody's advertising to us out here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, you've got cash. People want your money. Um, yeah. You know, like it, it, it is a, a pretty uh, pervasive problem. Um, you know, we, we do it actually, like we do this protection for about 7 million different websites where our code runs. Um, we behaviorally analyze billions of impressions, uh, you know, every month. So um, you know, we do it for some of the biggest sites on the internet, um, Comscore top 10 publishers, folks where you probably went to get your news today, um, or you went to look at sports scores or those sort of things. So it's, uh, it's a big problem for them. And it, it, here's why it's a big problem because, you know, creating content is, is obviously really expensive and, you know, creating that website or that app and driving traffic to your website or app is really expensive. And so now once you've got those users there, you've got to keep them there. And yeah. If people come to your website and if your sole way of making money on your website is through ads, if they come to your website and they have a horrible experience, people aren't going to come back. And that's what happens. And, and oftentimes, um, these malicious experiences actually prevent you from hitting the back button or from getting back to that page that you're on. So it kind of totally. locks you in that experience. Um, and so it's really destructive for revenue. Um, you know, if you think about a publisher who has ads on their page and they would normally serve I don't know if you go there and spend eight minutes, they'd serve you 40 ads during that eight minutes. So they have very predictable revenue mechanism that they can rely on. Uh, yeah. If their site's under attack, obviously all of those metrics, all those KPIs uh, start to go underwater. And so it's really important for them from a revenue perspective to make sure that's protected. And then at the end of the day, it's protecting your user experience and, and your brand reputation. Uh, nobody totally. wants to be the brand that gets called out on Twitter for having a terrible experience on their website. And if you go to Twitter and you search ad redirect, you'll probably see quite a few brands getting called out for having a terrible experience. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm sold. I'm totally sold on the publisher side. My publishing awesome. company, I, I got to use your software. Um, tell me why, what you can help people with on the e-com side that maybe they don't even realize is a massive problem. So it's super interesting. When, when, so when we started this business, obviously we're, we're analyzing JavaScript execution at runtime. That's kind of at, at the core of what we do. Okay. Um, we, we actually have some partners that make money through ads and through e-commerce. And so what we started to see was this behavior changing where the bad actors weren't only using ads to inject these malicious experiences. They were actually also coming through client-side injections through like Chrome extensions and that sort of thing. And when we started doing R&D and digging in further, we started seeing that 
you know, there's a lot of other things happening in these uh, ecosystems, both in the ads ecosystem and in the e-commerce ecosystem that are destructive to revenue and brand and experience. And when we kind of started peeling back the layer of the onion, the one thing that we really started focusing on were these, you know, promo code discount extensions like Honey and Wikibuy and Piggy and Rakuten. And these extensions, you know, somewhat, you know, have the same damaging effect that, you know, this, this malvertising publishing ecosystem that we've gone out and solved, these, these discount extensions have a similar destructive uh, experience to revenue and to user experience and to brand. Totally. And so, you know, we kind of feel like, you know, our philosophy is that you own your website, you should be able to control the code that executes on your website. And lo and behold, you know, tons of websites on the planet there's tons of code that executes on their website and it's untrusted and it goes unchecked. And that's really mm. what was happening on the ad side with respect to honey and Wikibuy and, and the other various extensions, they reside on, you know, your end user's laptop. And so they're loading and executing code on e-commerce sites without the e-commerce sites even knowing. Um, and so, you know, we saw this destructive experience and we put a whole bunch of R and D into it. And we've, we think there's a big market there and, and obviously Honey was just acquired by PayPal for, I think, four and a half billion dollars. So, um, you know, they're investing deeply in it. Um, You know, Wikibuy was acquired by Capital One. So like the payments processes are all aggregating around, like really understanding, building that data asset around um, where customers are spending their time and money online. Um, So is that the play for just as an aside, like, is that the play for Honey? Like, it's just a data play? Well, like I think it's data. I think it's monetization. I think they're going to build it all into, you know, everything they do with PayPal and, and, and the wallet and all that sort of stuff. I think it's, you know, it's obviously, I think it's deeply, uh, deeply integrated experience. Yeah. Um, so, um, but again, here's a company that, you know, was not that big and they spent four and a half billion dollars for it. I think at the time they acquired them, they might've had 10 million users. Um, and so, Wow. Um, so yeah. And so listen, what, what we, what we did is like, we went out and talked to a bunch of merchants about this problem. And lo and behold, when we started like spending time with merchants, all of them told us that it is a massive problem for them, that um, they don't have control of their promo codes. Their promo codes that they send to certain users are being, you know, uh, scooped up and, and kind of like littered across the internet. Um, it's, uh, it's cost them a ton of revenue loss, right? Because, yeah. you know, if I have honey on my machine and I go to checkout at one of these merchants, you know, immediately honey pops up and says, Hey, I can save you 30%. And you know, what user doesn't want to save money, but at the end of the day, um, you know, margins are paper thin. And I think merchants need to make sure that if they're going to give reductions, they and pay affiliate fees and all these sort of things along the way to drive new revenue, they want to make sure it's incremental. And they're not just, you know, paying reductions and paying fees for stuff that, yeah. you know, would have happened anyway. And so as we started doing this research with merchants, we, we you know, heard loud and clear that this is a massive, massive problem. Um, no one has really gone out and solved it. And obviously, I think Honey, you know, came very quickly and, and, uh, and attacked the marketplace. And so we're really doing exactly what we do on the uh, advertising side, which we work for publishers on that side. We work for merchants on this side. We want to give them the tools to be able to you know, control the code that they don't own that's executing on their website and protect their revenue, protect their margins. So that's great. So I know this is still in, in beta right now, but yep. how is this, how is this actually going to roll out? Like, so for, for most of the people who listen to this, they're most likely brands who have Shopify stores. Is this going to be like a Shopify app? 
Uh, well, how is this going to work? Hey guys, just a reminder from the beginning of the episode. Our team at Mindful Marketing is growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we are only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply to start the process today. Now, back to today's episode. I feel like you're teeing this one up for me. It is a Shopify app. So yes, uh, we, we didn't even do a pre-interview and you're already, you're already finishing each other's sentences. Um, but yeah, so we have a private Shopify app. Uh, and, uh, so yeah, we're working right now with about 20 different merchants in closed beta, um, across, you know, across the gamut, we've got like cosmetics folks and automotive folks and, you know, sporting goods folks and, you know, direct to consumer brands and, you know, food, you know, food and beverage, you know, direct to consumer brands. Um, and so we've got a really good cross section of what we think is, you know, probably Shopify's cross section of e-commerce because they serve, you know, all brands. Um, and yeah, it's very simple to, to execute. You just got to, you know, implement the Shopify app, uh, and immediately we'll start to, uh, give you, you know, basic level analytics of what's going on in your site. What are the discount engines that are loading, uh, for your consumers? How many coupons are they trying to, uh, you know, add at checkout? What are the coupons they're trying to add at checkout? So really give them, you know, what I would say, like a CT scan of what's going on on your website. Um, and, um, lo and behold, we're also, you know, blocking, uh, these discount extensions from, from adding in these coupons at checkout where that would cost you dearly on the revenue side. So we're saving folks, you know, a bunch of money and we're giving them back control of their website. Are there any merchants that you feel like would push back against this and be like, no, no, I'm fine with honey. Like putting those discount codes out there. Like, you know, I- I- yeah, I, th- I think there's a, there's a mix of, and I think we're like, if this is a nine inning baseball game, or maybe for the Canadians in the crowd, it's in the first period, uh, first 10 minutes of the hockey <laughs> game. Um, like, I, I think that, you know, there's a ton of game left to be played. I think, you know, you, you, I hear a mix of reaction. One is, um, you know, for the very smart marketers, I think they loathe honey. And I yeah, don't think yeah. honey, like honey actually in some cases from what I have seen and heard, and again, take, take it for what it's worth, but I've talked to a lot of merchants, um, they have an adversarial relationship. Like where they're asking honey, please take down my codes, please stop scraping my site, you know, all of these sort of things. And honey's like kind of like, hey, listen, not going to do anything about it. Um, I think you'll also see brands that will probably say, hey, listen, like we're pro-consumer. So we you know, like, you know, we want to support the consumer. And I think that's, obviously great. It's not great if, you know, your consumers are getting 50% off coupons that weren't intended for them. Um, you know, like we yeah. saw, you know, we've seen a ton of coupons lately where like, you know, so I got one this morning that was, uh, I think it was like for, uh, it was called first responder heroes. 25 was the coupon that I got. And it saved me 25% off at, uh, at a betting, uh, direct to consumer, uh, e-commerce site. And, like I'm sure that that merchant didn't intend for the uh, you know first responder discount to go to me because I yeah. am not a first responder. I'm sure they wouldn't love to know that I would have saved 25% off at checkout when it wasn't an incremental sale. Um, and then the other thing is, is then that will start to like really degrade the attribution of their marketing plans and their campaigns and how they're getting those codes out there and you know probably give them you know ill-informed data to make the next decision of where they're going to run marketing campaigns. And so totally. 
so I think it, you know, the, 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 I would say the reaction runs the gamut across, um, you know, from like, I hate them to, I think they're really good for me. Like, I think the other thing too, is that I would say that some marketers are probably afraid to stop doing something if it's showing you signals that it's actually working. But I think, you know, the example that one merchant gave me the other day was they said, hi, uh, we were on a advertising on a podcast and uh, we use the podcast code uh, as the promo code for listeners of the podcast. And immediately the next day, there were 90 sales um, that were registered with that discount code. And I think the next day it was like 140. And guess what? Like that podcast was not that popular. Yeah. And so, you know, I think it really is if it, if it you know, looks like a duck, walks like a duck, quacks like a duck. Like I think you got to have you got to have suspicion around that data. And, um, and that merchant said like, listen, we were about to like really deeply invest in that podcast because we thought we had found the podcast that was really going to start to generate major sales for us. And lo and behold, it was honey. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So that um, like, I mean, you guys know people who listen to this, this podcast that like, I'm all about figuring out attribution, right? Because if you don't have good data, you can't make good decisions, right? You're just guessing. And, uh, so this is a really, really great example of why this matters. Can people get in on the beta? Can I get it on the beta? Yes, you can. Anybody who wants to get in on the beta. Yeah. So if you, if you go to uh, blockcouponextensions.com, uh, you can get in on the beta. Um, so yeah, generally speaking, we're looking for Shopify plus merchants. Um, okay. You know, like let's keep it simple. Um, and uh, you know, it, it, just go in there, uh, get on the wait list. Um, you know, we'll, we'll reach out to you and, and uh, do a discovery call and you know, make sure that we check all the boxes and then get you on board. But yeah, like we've been onboarding merchants, you know, constantly over the last probably three months. Okay. Okay, cool. I mean, sounds like something that, that, uh, and we, we have a lot of Shopify plus listeners um, to this for, from, as far as I know, for people who reach out to me. <laughs> yep. um, so yeah. So the, I mean, this seems like, seems like something um, awesome. Uh, just lots of value for our, for our listeners. I got to ask you um, the question I have to ask every single guest, whether it makes sense or not, what is yeah. your secret to scaling? Oh man, our secret to scaling uh, hire amazing people. Um, you know, like we've, I think we've been very successful in hiring a lot of people that, that we've worked with in our past that we've got great relationships with that we've been able to um, uh, ramp up very quickly um, so to me, like people is the fuel for our business. Um, the other thing I would say is we really deeply invested in our product. Like mm. I, like we've been around for three years. I just hired our first head of marketing about a month and a half ago. Wow. And, um, for us, it was about like building, uh, the best product that everyone would tell their friends about. And so, uh, in, in the advertising ecosystem in which we started, it's, I would say it's like a little bit of a sewing circle. And yeah. so everybody, like when they find something that works, they tell their friends. And really that's exactly what happened with our product. I mean, we took off like a rocket ship because we built the best mousetrap for this problem. Um, and everyone told their friends. Now, the interesting thing is, is that, you know, as we've been going through this closed beta, it, like we're seeing the same sort of behavior on the e-commerce side is that e-commerce merchants, like when they're excited about something and they get something that changes their business or their trajectory, well, they want to tell two friends. And so oh, totally. it was kind of like, you know, the same sort of experience where we've now like have like constant inbound from merchants of folks that are suffering from these same problems and they want to make sure that they're protected. So, um, so I would say, you know, like, you know, invest in your people, invest in building the best damn product. And uh, if you do that, um, 
you know, I think everything writes itself. And, and we've been very fortunate to find product market fit as a startup very early in the, uh, you know, in the growth stages of, of building a company. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you guys are doing great, great things there. I, I really appreciate that, that you guys reached out and they, that you're, that you came on the podcast today. Like this has been uh, a great us. conversation. Can we, uh, we're going to go to our, I was going to ask if we could, but I'm the host. So yeah, you can. Uh, <laughs> Let's go to- uh, we're going to go to our, our lightning round here. Uh, oh, wow. What is your favorite tool or app that you're using right now? Uh, do I have to be truthful? <laughs> you want me to be truthful, right? I want you to be truthful. Uh, well, my favorite app that I'm like so addicted to is TikTok. I hate to tell you. I'm like, no, that's great. TikTok's like, fun. Am I the only 48 year old on TikTok? Um, I, but I am, I am a, a, like, I, I consume. I, I very rarely add my, my 14 year old daughter loves to do TikToks with me and my 11 year old daughter loves to do TikToks. But um, I think they nailed it. Like it is, it is such an engaging application and it just sucks you in and it's quick, you know, quick bites of entertainment. Yeah. And I, I laugh a lot. So yeah, I love yeah. TikTok. Yeah. TikTok is super fun. I did not get it at first. I'm like, I don't get this platform. What, what is this all about? And then once I started doing it and I've got little, little kids that love to make little videos and stuff and like, it's just, yeah, what a blast. Yep. Um, so much fun. Matt, favorite podcast that you're listening to right now. Oh God. Um, I, I listen to a lot of stuff from Barstool Sports. Um, I, I love the Barstool Sports guys. I think the brand is fun and it's, uh, you know, it's on the edge. Um, yeah. So yeah, they're, they're, I mean, it's a brand that I, I tend to like spend some time with. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Good. I, it's nice getting, you know, some different answers. Uh, one more question for you. If you could sit down with anybody who's alive right now for an hour, have some wine, beer, maybe coffee, tea, uh, who would it be? Oh, wow. They have, they have to be alive, right? They have to be alive. Yeah. I mean, is it relevant that today, like maybe I could sit down with Joe Biden? Like, I think like yeah. today. Is- I think either one of them would be very interesting to sit down with for very so, different reasons. <laughs> from a timing perspective, we're live on Facebook. So anybody who's watching, you know what's going on today. It's election day here in the US. Um, as a Canadian, and I became an American citizen a while ago, so I now get to vote here. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a crazy day. Just seeing what's happening out in, in the cities, uh, things are being boarded up. Um, it's, it doesn't feel like it's America right now. And, uh, so I think, uh, we're in for an interesting day, but I'd love to sit down with Joe Biden or even Donald Trump too. And, and, uh, I mean, I'm sure their last couple of weeks have been a frenzy. So, uh, they'd probably be a little tired if they wanted to sit down right now. <laughs> yeah. They'd be like, uh, we'll do like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, just one beer. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people find out more about you and how you guys can help? Yeah. So, uh, clean.io, that's our website. If you uh, hit there, there's probably, uh, not a lot of information about the e-commerce stuff. Cause we're still kind of in stealth. Um, block coupon extensions.com is where you'll find out information about our e-commerce beta. If you want to join that. Cool. And if you want to hit me, Matt, M A T T at clean.io, uh, send me an email, hit me on LinkedIn. If you want to connect there, um, we'd love to help you. So just reach out. Awesome. Well, thank you again. And thanks for uh, going live here. I mean, that Love was uh, a blast. It was fun. Good times. Well, thanks for having us, Jordan. We love it. Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing. 
and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.